beautiful and there are no bands so grand as our men When we play other teams, no oh, one blood curdling screams that our men But when men band shout, go! What they mean, we all know. We've got no place to go. But up. At Shea Stadium in Flushing, New York, it's the New York Mets meeting the Atlanta Braves. National League Baseball with the New York Mets is brought to you by Rheingold, New York's largest selling beer. Why do New Yorkers pick Rheingold? Maybe they like our Oregon hops. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. Today's game is also brought to you by WGY, your sports station for the great Northeast. WGY brings you the full schedule of Mets regular season games live from Major League Parks throughout the country. Hi there, everyone. This is Rob Kiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. And the Mets playing their final game on his homestand against the Atlanta Braves. And this is also the final meeting between the Braves and the Mets this year. The umpires are taking their stations, getting set for this ball game. The starting pitchers in the ball game: Pat Jarvis, pitching for Atlanta and pitching against him, the Mets' top right-hander, a man who has run one more ball games as a right-hand pitcher for the Mets in their history, Dennis Rodman. We'll be back with the start of today's game and the starting lineups in just one minute. And now, a word from Cool Filler. Mary Harden is out to get you. She thinks she's out to get a bargain on towels with her neighbor, but she's out to get you. Elaine, I understand they have a really good buy on bath towels. And you know the way those kids go through towels. It's almost unbelievable. I know what you mean, Mary. It's the same thing at our place. And while we're there, I'd like to look at some of their bedding. Charlotte says she's never seen nicer things and so reasonable. I can hardly wait to get there. You know what a bargain hunter I am. Mary's been driving for a mistake until today. Now, Mary's mistake becomes your mistake, too. Tens of thousands of good drivers like Mary Harden make a fatal mistake every year. And any one of them can share that mistake with you. You can't prevent the other driver's mistake, but you can be prepared to avoid the consequences. Wherever, whenever you drive, expect the unexpected. Watch out for the other guy. Dennis Ryben taking his warm-up pitches on the mound, and the Mets playing against the Atlanta Braves. Dennis with a record of 11 wins and 6 losses. He is 0-1 against the Braves this year, and is 0-2 lifetime against the Braves. He'll be opposed by Pat Jarvis, who has won 3 and lost 1, and he has made one start against the Mets this season with no decision. Started in a game at Atlanta on August 28th, and a game won by the Braves later on, 8-4. Now from Shea Stadium, our national anthem.
Bay Stadium here in New York. The starting lineups for the Braves, Felipe Lou to lead off and play first base. Batting second, playing third base, Eddie Matthews. Batting third in right field, back in the lineup after a day's rest, Hank Aaron. Batting fourth and catching, Joe Torrey. Batting fifth, playing left field, Rico Cardi. The sixth batter will be the center fielder, Mac Jones. Batting seventh, playing shortstop, Dennis Menke. Batting eighth and playing second base, Woody Woodward. And the pitcher, Pat Jarvis, batting ninth. For the Mets, Bud Harrelson will lead off. He's playing shortstop. Batting second and playing at second, Ron Hunt. Batting third in left field, Cleon Jones. Batting fourth, playing center field, Al Luplo. Batting fifth, playing third base, Ken Boyer. Batting sixth and playing right field, Johnny Lewis. Batting seventh at first base, Jim Hickman. The eighth batter will be the catcher, Jerry Grody, and Dennis Ryben. The pitcher batting in the ninth position. Now Philippe Lou steps in the batter's box. The Mets against the Atlanta Braves here in the final game of the 1966 season between these two clubs. The Mets have five games left playing against Chicago and Houston. And the first pitch of the ball game. It is a slider that's outside, down around the knees, ball one. At the start of the action today, the Pittsburgh Pirates in first place. They lead by one percentage point over the Dodgers in third place. One and a half games back to San Francisco Giants. And the next pitch to the plate is called a strike. It's one and one on Felipe Lou. St. Louis playing at Pittsburgh, and at the end of one, the Cardinals won, the Pittsburgh Pirates won. Al Jackson against Bob Veal. Now the one-one delivery, grounded out the third. A tough chance for Ken Boyer. He knocked it down, picked it up, throws the first base, but not in time. And uh, Nair is being charged to Ken Boyer. A real tough play. It was a hard ground ball. Boyer moving to his left, tried to get to it before the half off. He knocked the ball down but couldn't make the play. So, Philippe Alou is again on at first base. He has had quite a series against the Mets. Last night's ball game, he was on twice. He was hit by pitch balls and that. He also has hit his 28th home run and his 30th double against the Mets and a single to go along. Now the batter is Eddie Matthews. Alou batting 330. With 28 home runs on at first base, and Eddie Matthews batting 244 with 15 home runs down the batter. Eddie Matthews, number 41, making a strong comeback in the second half of the season. He started to play regularly at third base when Bobby Bregan was given his walking peppers. First pitch is low and it's ball one. Now Robin in the set position and back again. And the pitch is low again for ball two. Two balls, no strike. Dennis Ryben, 24 years of age. Five foot eleven, 175 pounds from Long Island. And now Dennis back again, and the pitch is outside at ball three. Home plate umpire is Harry Windlestad. Ed Vargo's at first base. Shag Crawford is at second base, and Doug Harvey is at third. Jojo White, the third base coach, sending the hit or take sign into Eddie Matthews. Coaching at first base, Frank Bowling. Three balls, no strikes. A at first. And the pitch. It is over the outside corner. A called strike. Matthews taking all the way. And the count now, three balls and one. <laughs> 
That's with Jim Hickman at first base, Ron Hunt at second base, Bud Harrelson at shortstop, and Ken Boyer at third. Now the 3-1 pitch not coming off as Ryman tosses over to first base, a lob throw. He sets up quickly again and steps off the pitching rubber. Now he's back on. The runner going. The pitch is taken outside, ball four. No throw in the play by Jerry Grody. And the Atlanta Braves now have two men on. The first two batters with Hank Aaron coming up. Hank tied for the National League lead in home runs with 37. He leads the major leagues and runs batted in with 108. And he's batting 282. Mets and Braves have played 17 times this year. The Mets have won only four. And here in Shea Stadium, the Mets have won two of eight. First pitch to Hank Aaron. A good curveball over the outside corner. Knee high. It's called a strike. Mets playing their 65th, make it their 66th date here in Shea Stadium. In 65 dates, they have drawn a million eight hundred and sixty thousand and seventy-two. Another good crowd on hand here on Sunday. On a perfect day for baseball. Seats available for your round. Come on out. Easy parking and you can walk right in. Now the next delivery to the plate. It's blowing outside a ball. One ball, one strike. Runners at first and second. No one out top of the first. The pitch to Aaron is a fastball. This time it's too low and it's ball two. Pitch was low over the outside corner. Two balls, one strike. Phillies score three runs in the bottom half of the first. They lead Cincinnati 3-0. Now the next delivery fouled off. The count goes up to 2-2. Two two. Phillies started the day's action six and a half games back of the Pittsburgh Pirates in fourth place. Jim Maloney pitching for Cincinnati. He's looking for his 15th and trailing now 3-0. And Chris Short is going for the Phillies. On the schedule, Houston at Los Angeles for a doubleheader. If the Dodgers win two, they can take over first place no matter what Pittsburgh does. Also, Chicago playing San Francisco, a doubleheader. Two balls, two strikes. Hank Aaron, the batter. And it's Ribbon. With his next delivery, it's line fouled on the left field line. The ball hit deep and foul, curving, and almost caught by a girl standing in the mezzanine out there. She got her hands up and got her hand on the ball. Now she's shaking her left hand. As the ball bounced off the hand and bounced away. You better get a glove. So the count remains two and two with runners at first and second. Philippe Lou at second base, Eddie Matthews at first. Ryben pitching to his third batter in the ball game. Now the pitch line fair down the left field line. It might go for two. Going from second base is Philippe Alou. Going to third is Eddie Matthews. Cleon Jones firing in the third base, and Hank Aaron goes into second. Cleon Jones bobbled the ball out in left field in the corner, and there might be an error charge, although Hank Aaron went on down to second. It has scored a two-base hit. Hank Aaron is hobbled by a sore leg and cannot run at full speed. So he drives in his 109th run. 
Atlanta Braves take a 1-0 lead and have runners at second and third and Joe Torrey coming up. Joe with a great year going, batting 312 with 34 home runs and 93 runs batted in. And the first pitch is hit to center field, deep to center field. Going back in center is Al Luplo. He's on the warning track, and he makes the catch. Hank Aaron tagged up the second base, goes easily over to third as Eddie Matthews scores from third, and the Atlanta Braves lead by a score of 2 to nothing. Run batted in for Joe Torrey, his 94th, and it brings up Rico Cardi. Cardi, a right-hand batter, hitting 325 with 13 home runs and 65 runs batted in. Mets are playing their infield in, hoping to cut the run off at third. And the first pitch is over the inside corner, called strike. On air, a walk, a two-base hit, and a sacrifice fly, and two runs in here in the top of the first. Dennis Robin into the windup, and his one-strike delivery is lined over the shortstop's head in the left field for a base hit. Hank Aaron trots in from third. Theon Jones makes a good play as he stops the ball and then throws high over the head of the second baseman with the ball backed up by the first baseman, Jim Hickman. Now it's a 3 nothing ball game. Cardi with his 66th run batted in. And still one man away, and this time Max Jones is the batter. Bob Gardner is warming up in the bullpen for the Mets along with Dick Selma. And the first pitch to Mac Jones is over the outside corner, knee high for a strike. Jones hitting 256 with 17 home runs and 52 runs batted in. Braves lead 3-0. The next delivery is inside and low, and it's one ball and one strike. That's infield set for the double play. Ryben back again, and the pitch is deep to right, and it's long gone. Forget it. Goodbye. Jones with a tremendous home run to right field and two more runs score. Rico Cardi coming in ahead. And Mac Jones now crossing with his 18th home run of the year. And the Braves lead by a score of 5 to nothing. Now Wes Westrom has gone out to the mound. And Dennis Ryben, who was looking for his 12th win, is now on the losing side with a record of 11-6. And, and he is going out of the ballgame and Dick Selma is coming in. This broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Rheingold Breweries Incorporated, Brown and Woodinson Tobacco Corporation, and the Sun Oil Company, and is authorized under radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Dick Selma coming in the ballgame. 
Dennis going out with five runs against his record. He worked one-third of an inning. Gave up three hits. A double, a single, and a home run. All of the balls in the inning were hit hard. He struck out none, and he walked none. Nick Selma coming in the game has a record of three and six, and this is his 24th appearance. Six last time out was on September the 5th against Cincinnati. He worked seven innings, gave up six hits and four runs. Struck out four and walked five. Now Dennis Ryben walking off the mound after a very short tenure there. And Dick Selma taking over. While Dick gets set and warms up, we'll check the score. At the end of one and a half innings, Philadelphia three, Cincinnati nothing. Maloney against Short. The end of one and a half innings, Pittsburgh one, St. Louis one. Al Jackson against Bob Beal. Houston scheduled for two at Los Angeles. Chicago scheduled for two at San Francisco. In the American League, the starting pitchers for the Yankee-Boston game, Jim Bouton going for the Yankees against Lee Stang. Baltimore scheduled against Minnesota. Washington at Chicago. Hannon and Fred Claggis pitching for the Chicago White Sox. At the end of two, Cleveland won. California nothing. Newman and Bell, the opposing pitchers, also on the schedule. Detroit at Kansas City. In NFL football at the end of the first quarter, Washington 14, Cleveland 7. At Pittsburgh, the Giants 7, the Steelers 7 at the end of the first quarter. Dick Selma will pitch to Dennis Menke, seventh man in the batting order for the Atlanta Braves. And the first pitch by Selma is called a strike. And the next delivery is low and away. It's one ball and one strike. Menke batting 254 with 12 home runs and 52 runs batted in. Now Selma missing low and away again. Count going to two and one. Braves leading by a score of five to nothing with one out in the top of the first. Next delivery is swung on and missed. It's strike two. Selma picking the count up to two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 delivery by Selma is a curveball that's blown away. Now they count out to three balls and two strikes. On deck batter is Woody Woodward. Bob Gardner still throwing for the Mets in their bullpen. 3-2 pitch is swung on and fouled back. And the count remains at three balls and two strikes. American League, Baltimore leads Detroit by ten and a half games. Minnesota in third, 11 games back. The White Sox in fourth, 15 and a half games back. Now a drive to deep left field. Going over in the corner is Leon Jones. He can't get to it. It bounces against the wall. Leon takes it off on the first bounce, and Menke goes into second base for the stand-up double. 
That's his 20th this year. And the Atlanta Braves continue against Dick Selma. That'll bring up Woody Woodward. Woodward. Woodward, a right-hand batter with an average of 263. No home runs and 38 runs batted in. Woody, the eighth man to bat here in the first inning. There's one away and five runs in. And Selma in the stretch position. His first pitch is outside. A slider missing, ball one. Menke with a short lead at second base. Next delivery is low and it's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Selma missing with a fastball on that pitch. On deck batter is Pat Jarvis, who must be very happy right about now. He has yet to get to the pitcher's mound, and he leads by a score of 5 nothing. Two balls, no strikes. And Selma now sets up again. His next pitch is grounded off the hands towards second base. Ron Hunt comes in, makes the throw to first base in 20 of time. Menke goes to third. Well, the Mets get their second out. And that brings up Pat Jarvis. Jarvis has been up ten times without a base hit. And he is the ninth man to bat here in this inning. Philippe Lou back in the on-deck circle. First pitch is called a strike. Selma tries again and misses low, and it's one ball, one strike. The end of two and a half innings, St. Louis won, Pittsburgh won. Al Jackson against Bob Veal. The 1-1 pitch is low again. It's ball two. Two balls and one strike. Al Jackson with a record of 12-13 and 13 against Bob Veal, who has won 14 and lost 10. The 2-1 pitch is grounded out to first base. Jim Hickman takes it on one hop, and the side is retired as Jim goes to the bag. In the inning, the Braves score five runs on four hits. There was one error and one man left on. And the score at the end of one-half inning, the Braves five, the Mets coming up. Now here's a word from Rango. I don't know the reason. I can't tell you why.
top of the first. The Mets coming up for the first time in the game, and they need a lot of runs as the Braves scored five in the top of the first. It'll be Bud Harrelson leading off. Ron Hunt batting second, and Cleon Jones batting third. And they'll be batting against a right-hander by the name of Pat Jarvis. Pat is 25, he's 5'10", weighs 180 pounds. He lives in Carlisle, Illinois. He has a record this year of three wins and one loss in the major leagues. He was 6-5 and five at Richmond in the International League. 1965, he was 3-4 and four at Atlanta, and he has a lifetime record in... The major league, that was Atlanta in the International League, got three and one. And the first pitch that he makes is called a strike. But Harrelson batting from the left-hand side with an average of 176. But has no home runs and two runs batted in. He's been at bat 34 times for six hits. And the pitch back is taken inside and high, and it's one ball and one strike, and Bud was out to bunt. And Pat Jarvis into the windup and back at 1-1. And the pitch is outside and high, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. For the Braves, Philippe Lou at first base, Woody Woodward at second base, Dennis Menke at shortstop, and Eddie Matthews at third. In the outfield, Rico Cardi in left field, Mac Jones in center field, and Hank Aaron in right. Mac Jones is playing a very shallow center field. 2-1 pitch is low and outside. It's ball three. Three balls, one strike, and Joe Torrey now out to the mound to talk with Pat Jarvis. Torrey back to give the signs, and the 3-1 pitch is taken right in there for a call strike two, and Harrelson was taking all the way. Pat Jarvis is a rather unusual man. 3-2 pitch it off the handle, back to the mound. It's knocked down by Jarvis. He picks it up and throws the first base in time for the out. Jarvis this year on opening day in Richmond, riding in an opening day parade, fell off the car and hurt his neck and was delayed for some time in his pitching progress. He's been labeled as injury prone. Made a good play and that ball hit back to him. It bounced off his chest, and then he hurried the throw over to first base in time for the out. That'll bring up Ron Hunt, who's batting 284. Ron with three home runs and 32 runs batted in. And the first pitch is looked at for a call strike. Mets are trailing 5-0 with one out in the bottom half of the first. Ron has been about 457 times this year with 130 hits. 19 doubles, 2 triples, and 3 home runs. And the one strike pitch to Hunt is popped in the air on the second base side. Coming in in front of the second baseman is Philippe Alou, and he makes the catch. Two men away here in the bottom half of the first, and now the batter will be Cleon Jones. Cleon Jones had a lot of running to do in left field in the first half of this inning when the Braves scored five. At the end of two, Philadelphia three, Cincinnati nothing. Jim Maloney pitching against Chris Short. 
Philadelphia starting today's action in fourth place, six and a half games back of the Pirates. Pirates leading by one percentage point over the Dodgers. First pitch to Cleon Jones is a fastball high, ball one. Cleon batting 281 with eight home runs and 50 runs batted in. Cleon leads the club and runs scored with 67. And the next pitch is a slider that's over the outside corner. Letter high, a called strike. One ball, one strike. Hey, hi, Jack. Braves play Cleon Jones straight away. Jarvis back again, and the pitch again is a slider that's called strike two. That puts the count at one ball and two strikes. One and two, Cleon Jones. With a close batting stance. And the next delivery is a curveball hit foul down the right side on the ground by Yogi Bear. Mets have Yogi Bear coaching at first base. Whitey Herzog coaching at third. Pirates out in the bottom half of the third. So the score remaining one to one. The Cardinals against the Pirates. Al Jackson against Bob Beal. Now the one-two pitch again. And this time the slider is outside. Two balls, two strikes. Jarvis shaking no on the first set of signs, now taking the second. He comes back with a fastball. It's swung on a miss, strike three, and that retires the side in order. And the score at the end of one, the Braves five, the Mets nothing. Well, the Mets have finished their homestand here at Jay Stadium with the conclusion of this ball game. They go on the road to play Los Angeles two ball games on the 12th and 13th. The Giants three ball games on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Houston a total of four games on the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Cincinnati on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th a four game series. And then back home to take on the Chicago Cubs and the Houston Astros as their final opponents of this season. Chicago on Tuesday the 27th, a day game on the 28th. Houston over the weekend, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. You can get tickets for all the home games for the Mets in a wide variety of locations, the remaining five. Tickets available at Shea Stadium seven days a week, right here at the advanced ticket reservation window. Grand Central Station, they're open six days a week, weekdays from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8.30 to 4. Macy's at the 34th Street and 7th Avenue store on the main floor, and also Macy's in the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington, Long Island, open during the regular store hours. In addition, reservations for box and reserve seats can be made at all Howard Close stores during regular store hours, and also at any branch of the manufacturer's handover trust company during banking hours. Dick Selma starting to work in the second, and the first pitch is hit to deep right field. Johnny Lewis back in the warning track with some room, and he makes the catch. Philippe Alou on the first pitch here in the second. He had led off the first as the Atlanta Braves had batted around. Flying out to right field for the first out. We'll pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. 
This is WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady, New York. Matthews now the batter, and the first pitch to him is a changeup that is low. It's called a ball. Matthews walked his first time up in the first. Philippe Alou grounded to third his first time up and was safe on an error. Now the pitch back to Matthews and called strike. One ball, one strike. Matthews batting 244. And Selma, who relieved Ribbon, throws the next pitch. It's rolled deep to right field. Johnny Lewis back to the fence. He jumps high in the air and makes the fence. at the wall, jumped as high as he could go as he was still moving, and he backhanded the ball, and you could see about three-fourths of the ball as he caught the ball high in the web of his glove. So two shots off of Dick Selma, but two out. Now the batter is Hank Aaron, who doubled his first time up. Aaron with his 21st double, now batting 283. He drove in a run. He leads the majors with 109. And the next pitch is over the outside corner, it's called a strike. Braves leading by a score of five to nothing. They got five runs and four hits in the first. And Selma back with a changeup that is way outside, bounced in the dirt. He goes on by Jerry Grody. One ball, one strike. And the right-hander at 1-1, and the pitch is checked on and fouled to the right side on the ground. Can't go into one and two. Say youth opportunity depends on education. The more you learn, the more you'll earn. So stay in school and prepare yourself for a really good job. You'll be glad you did. Now at 1-2, the pitch to Aaron is again a changeup, but it's too low and it's ball two. Two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 delivery grounded down to short. Bud Harrelson has a good hop. And so the first base retires the side in order. Well, two fine plays by Johnny Lewis. One of them a great play and the side out in order. And the score at the end of one and a half innings, the Braves five, the Mets nothing. Now here's a word from Sunoco. Watch out for the other guy. dinner tonight, dear? Yeah, I've got to go over that Anderson deal with Fred. Bob Watson is a nice guy with a nice family and with a nice business to support them. Bob Watson's also a good driver, not the kind of a guy or driver that you'd normally expect to have to watch out for, because normally Bob's mind is on his driving. I can expect about a 34% discount on all items, and she made a possible margin of, say, 6%. It's not bad. This morning, Bob's mind is on business. And that means, at the next stop sign, you could get the business from Bob. Tens of thousands of good drivers make bad mistakes, fatal mistakes, every year. One of those mistakes may involve you. Expect the unexpected, whenever, wherever you drive, at intersections and in oncoming traffic, even behind you. Always drive defensively. Always watch out for the other guy. In this final ball game between the Mets and Braves this year. 
It'll be Al Luplo, Ken Boyer, and Johnny Lewis for starting pitcher Pat Jarvis. Pat took the side down in order in the first inning, striking out one. And his first pitcher in the second is fouled back against the screen, strike one. Luplo batting 260 with four home runs and 24 runs batted in. This is his 100th game this year. Al has 77 hits with 296 times at bat. Curveball back is inside. It's one ball, one strike. And Jarvis with the 1-1 pitch. It's grounded out towards first base. Philippe Alou picks it up, goes to the bag himself, in spite of the fact that Pat Jarvis was there to cover and the Atlanta Braves have one out here in the second. That'll bring up Ken Boyer. Braves lead 5-0. One away in the bottom half of the second. A rundown of the scores at the end of this inning. In that closer than two hands on the clock at 12 o'clock pennant race. First pitch to Ken Boyer by Jarvis is long away. A breaking ball for a ball. Boyer batting 272 with 13 home runs and 58 runs batted in. Jarvis back with a fastball and it's fouled back over the screen. One ball and one strike. John Miller, a newcomer with the Yankees, has hit a two-run home run in the top of the second, so the Yankees lead by at least 2 nothing over the Red Sox. Now the next delivery is over. It's called a strike. One ball and two strikes. Announcement over the press box that Roy McMillan is going to have an arm operation, shoulder operation would be a better description, on Thursday. Next pitch is blown away at two balls and two strikes. Roy injured the shoulder and then re-injured it. And now he'll have an operation to straighten out the ligament. 2-2 pitch. Grounded out to short. Two-hopper for Dennis Menke. He waits, then gets the ball and throws the first base in time. The Atlanta Braves are breaking a traditional custom after the out at first base. Instead of throwing to the catcher, Joe Torrey, they throw the ball around the infield backwards. From the second baseman to the shortstop to the third baseman. Ordinarily, it goes the other way. To the catcher, the third baseman, the shortstop, the second baseman, the first baseman, and back to the third baseman. Now a high pop-up to Johnny Lewis. And Eddie Matthews in foul territory comes up with it. For the catch, every tire is aside. So, six in a row for Pat Jarvis. And the score at the end of two, Atlanta five, the Mets nothing. A look at the scoreboard at the end of two and a half innings, Philadelphia three, Cincinnati nothing, Jim Maloney and Chris Short, the opposing pitchers. At the end of three and a half innings, St. Louis one, the Pittsburgh Pirates one. Al Jackson against Bob Veal. Houston for two against the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Chicago for two against San Francisco in San Francisco. Pirates in first place by one percentage point. 
Dodgers in second place, and the Giants in third. They are one and a half games back. Philadelphia in fourth place, trailing by six and a half games. In the American League, batting in the top of the second, the Yankees two on a home run by John Miller. Lost to nothing. Jim Bowden against Lee Stang. Starting pitchers, Baltimore and Minnesota, McNally against Grant. At the end of one half inning, Washington nothing, Chicago coming up. Hannon against Fred Pratchett. At the end of three and a half, the Angels three, Cleveland one. Newman and Bell, the opposing pitchers. Norm Seaburn had a home run in the fourth inning for the Angels with a man on. Also on the schedule, Detroit at Kansas City. It's the top of the third with the Braves in front, 5 nothing. Dennis Robbins, the starting pitcher, knocked out when the Braves scored five in the first inning. And the first batter here in the third is Joe Torre, who hit a sacrifice fly in the first inning to drive in the run. His 94th this year, and he takes the first pitch as Dick Selma starts off, and it's ball one. Torre batting 3-12. Selma back and missing with a slider, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. It'll be Joe Torrey, Rico Cardi, and Mac Jones for Dick Selma. In the second inning, Dick got the side out in order, but it took a great play by Johnny Lewis to do it. Now a uh, pop fly in the shallow left field. Leon Jones moving over to his left, and he makes the catch. That ball was hit to left field about 300 feet, and the bat was broken. That's how strong Joe Torrey is at the play. So one away here in the top of the third, and the batter coming up. Rico Cardi, who singled in the run his first time up in the first. Cardi now with 66 runs batted in, batting 326. And the first pitch is fouled off, strike one. One strike delivery is fouled off again at strike two. Dick Selma coming up with a good hard fastball up around the letters and getting out in front with a two-strike count. The Pittsburgh Pirates scored two runs in the bottom half of the fourth inning off Al Jackson. They now have the lead at 3-1. to one. Bob Beal defending for the Pirates. Two-strike pitch, a fastball fouled away, and Selma with the fastball right on by. Rico Cardi, but he stuck the bat out and got enough of the bat and the ball to follow it off to the right side. Now the next delivery, a curveball that's small. So it's one and two. With a two-strike count, Rico Cardi, on the last two pitches, has sort of squared out as though to get the bat in the ball, just try and hit it somewhere. Now the pitch, and it's in the dirt. Caught and handled well by Jerry Grody. Two balls and two. Cardi batting 326, and he lines one down the left field line. It'll go for two. Cardi goes to first base, the ball against the wall now, fielded by Cleon Jones, and Cardi goes into second base standing up. That's the third double in the ball game for the Atlanta Braves, and for Rico Cardi, his second hit, and his 17th double this year. 
Today, the Brewers of Rangel Beer cordially invite you to the Brass on the Grass, a free concert by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass on the evening of Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock in the Central Park Sheep Meadow, Central Park West, and 66th Street. Mac Jones is now the hitter, and time is called as Jerry Grody goes out to talk with Dick Selma. Selma has given up two hits, and they have both been doubles down the left field corner. One by Dennis Menke, and now run one here by Rico Cardi. Braves are leading by a score of 5 nothing, with one out here in the top of the third. And the first pitch to Mac Jones is call the ball, pitch inside. Jones batting 258 with 17 home runs and 52 runs batted in. He had a long two-run home run his first time up. Ball hitting high off the scoreboard. Now ball two as the pitch misses outside. Two balls and no strikes. Selma back again, and the pitch is outside again. It's ball three. Three balls, no strikes. On deck batter is Dennis Menke. The 3-0 pitch, a slider swung on a miss, strike one. With Mac Jones' home run, the Braves have a total of... 181 home runs this year. They lead the major league. 3 1 delivery outside, ball four. And Selma walks his first man. That puts runners at first and second. Rico Gardy down at second base and brings up Dennis Menke, who doubled his first time up. Menke, a right-hand batter, and the first pitch to him is a slider high, ball one. Menke batting 256 with 12 home runs and 52 runs batted in. Braves are leading by a 5-0 score, and they're threatening here with one out in the top of the third with runners at first and second. Next pitch is fouled off on the check swing. The count evens out at one ball and one strike. Braves are fighting for the first division. They are tied for fifth place with the St. Louis Cardinals, ten games back. Both teams with identical records, 73 wins and 70 losses. Also in their close, Cincinnati. Pitch back to Menke High in this ball, two. Two balls and one strike. So it's between St. Louis, Atlanta, and Cincinnati, and St. Louis and Atlanta tied with Cincinnati a game and a half back of them. Braves are playing under the guidance of Billy Hitchcock, former Baltimore Oriole manager. Billy took over when Bobby Bregan was given his release. And he has done a good job with the ball club. It has gelled. Now Selma with a 2-1 count, and the pitch back to Menke is over and called a strike. That puts it at 2-2. Two and two.
the next pitch is swung on and missed. And it's strike three. So with two away, the batter coming up is the second baseman, Woody Woodward. Woody grounded out his first time up. Batting for the second time, his average at 262. Runners at first and second, the Braves lead by a score of 5 nothing. And the pitch is swung on a miss, strike one. Foul tip on the ball, and it gets away. Harry Windlestad checks it out and keeps the ball in play. One strike pitch is high, a fake and a throw to second base, and the count goes to one and one. Looking ahead a little further, Atlanta only three and a half games out of fourth place. Little enough you feel he's there. Now at one one, the pitch is swung on a miss at strike two. One ball and two strikes. At the end of the first half, the New York Giants, 17. Pittsburgh Steelers, 14. The end of the first quarter, Philadelphia, 3. The Cardinals, nothing. One ball and two strikes. And rounded out towards second, cut off by Dick Summer with a good play. Ron Hunt would have had an easy play also. But Selma cut it off, made the play to first base to retire the side. In the inning, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. A walk and two men left on. And the score after two and a half innings, the Braves five, the Mets nothing. Here's Bob Pettit, professional basketball star of the St. Louis Hawks, on the subject of physical fitness. As a professional athlete, I have to stay in shape, no question about it, and that makes me luckier than most, because I've developed a habit of keeping fit. That's going to be important to me when my playing days are over and I go into banking, because there's no question about this either. No matter what line of work you go into, you'll look better, feel better, and work better if you're physically fit. In space or surgery, nursing or news reporting, the future belongs to the fit to those vigorous enough to live it and shape it. You parents can help see that the schools do their whole job, preparing your children physically as well as mentally. The President's Council on Physical Fitness will show you how. Write Fitness Washington, D.C. for information. That's Fitness Washington, D.C. Going to the bottom half of the third, the Grays in front 5 nothing, and the Mets will have Jim Hickman as their leadoff batter. Jim batting for the first time. Batting against Pat Jarvis, who has a record of three and one. Jarvis has retired his first six batters. Now pitching to his seventh. Hickman batting 230. A right-hand batter. And the right-hand pitcher starts off with a breaking pitch that's over the inside corners. Hickman falls away. It's called a strike. It'll be Jim Hickman, Jerry Grody, and possibly Dick Selma. 
action going in their bullpen in case they want to go to a pinch hitter. Next pitch is called strike two. This time a fastball over the inside corner. Now Pat Jarvis back again, and he misses outside. That puts the count at one and two. One-two delivery, a slow curve that's looked at, strike three, and Hickman walks away. Second strikeout for Pat Jarvis. That brings up Jerry Grody. Jerry, a right-hand batter hitting 237. The eighth man to bat in this ballgame. No one has reached first base yet for the Mets. They trail 5-0. And the first pitch to Grody is called a strike. Pat Jarvis has fine control. Last two games, he has not walked the batter. And he has been ahead of the hitters constantly in this one. Mets have Nolan Ryan warming up in the bullpen. He is the Mets phenom who has struck out all the batters. Now at one strike, the pitch is high for a ball. One ball and one strike. Ed Spezio has homered for the St. Louis Cardinals against Bob Beal. And that cuts Pittsburgh's lead down to a 3-2 lead. Going to the bottom half of the fifth. Brody swings and fouls the next pitch off to the right side. The guy now at one and two. Nolan Ryan warming up in the bullpen. He has quite a record going for him. He won 17 and lost two at Greenville. Struck out 272 batters in 183 innings. He also pitched in Williamsport. Struck out 35 in 19 innings. Next pitch is a ball, and the count now, two balls and two strikes. And they say he has really got a hummer. Now the 2-2 pitch, popped in the air. The third baseman, Eddie Matthews, going back into foul territory. He has the move, and he makes the catch. So two away now, and Selma is taking off the jacket, and he's going to hit well, Nolan Ryan will not enter the ball game in the fourth inning. Selma's not a bad hitting pitcher. He has had one hit in 12 times up. That was a three-base hit that bounced off the left center field fence. Braves lead 5-0, and the first pitch to Selma is low and away, a breaking ball, call the ball. Pat Jarvis back again, and this time the fastball is through. It's one ball and one strike. One-one pitch is swung on a miss. Strike two. Jarvis out in front now. One and two. Yeah. 
And the one-two delivery. Checked on, and the ball breaking too far away. Count goes even at two balls and two strikes. And the 2-2 pitch. Swung on a miss, strike three. And Pat Jarvis has retired his first nine men, striking out three. And the score at the end of three. The Braves five, the Mets nothing. Now here's a word from Rheingold. I don't know the reason. I can't tell you why. More people like Rheingold, the beer extra dry. But we must be doing something. Yes, we must be doing something right. Yes, we must be doing something. Woo! We must be doing something right. We for the Mets now, Dick Selma. He came in the game with one out in the first. And since he has been in the ball game, he has given up no runs, two hits, and struck out one. Both hits against him were two base hits. Braves got only three hits off Dennis Ryben, but they were powerful base hits. First batter that Selma will face here in the fourth is Pat Jarvis. And the first pitch is called a ball. Jarvis, a right-hand batter, batting for the second time. He fouls the next pitch off. It's one ball and one strike. And the next pitch is grounded high. On one bounce toward second, and a high jump by Dick Selma cuts it off. His throw to first base retires his opposing pitcher, Pat Jarvis. So now one away here in the fourth with the Braves in front 5 nothing, and Philippe Alou batting for the third time. Lou was safe when he grounded hard down the third, and the ball was not handled by Ken Boyer. It was scored in error. His first time up, his second time up, he flies to deep right. And on the first pitch here, he pops up high in the air, out toward shallow left field. But Harrelson goes back a few steps on the grass and makes the catch. One of the few times the Mets have got Felipe Lurab when he hasn't hit a line drive. He's hit six home runs against them this year, as has Joe Torrey. Now the batter is Eddie Matthews. He has walked and was out on a great, great play by Johnny Lewis in right field. And Matthews takes the first pitch for a call strike. Matthews batting 243. Not too many teams have gotten a Lou out this year. He's got 203 hits. Now the pitch back to Matthews. It's inside. One ball, one strike.
Nick Selma tries again, and a changeup is long gone for getting goodbye. Another bomb dropped by the Atlanta Braves. Eddie Matthews getting his 16th home run this year. And now the batter will be Hank Aaron. Matthews' 493rd career home run, and the first pitch to Hank Aaron is called a strike. Aaron has a double and two times up. He leads the National League in home runs with 37, tied with Richie Allen, and he leads the major leagues and runs batted in with 109. One strike pitch to Aaron is hit off the handle, but strong enough to go on through into center field for a base hit. Al Lupo charges in to pick the ball up just after it stopped rolling. And Hank Aaron has his second hit and three times up. That'll bring up Joe Torrey, who is all for one with a sacrifice fly and a run batted in. Joe with 94 runs batted in and a 3-12 average. And the first pitch is a slider that's outside for a ball. Next delivery of hard swing. One ball, one strike. Now, Torrey, after swinging at that pitch, asks for the ball to be looked at, and a new ball is put into play. Braves are leading by a score of six to nothing. Getting five in the first, one here in the top of the fourth. There are two men out. And there's a runner at first. And the next pitch is hit off the handle on a looping trajectory over towards second base, and Ron Hunt makes the catch that retires the side. In the inning, one-one on two hits, there were no errors. One man was left on, and the score at the end of three and a half innings, the Atlanta. New York Mets, nothing. Here's Bob Pettit, professional basketball star of the St. Louis Hawks, on the subject of physical fitness. As a professional athlete, I have to stay in shape. No question about it. And that makes me luckier than most, because I've developed the habit of keeping fit. That's going to be important to me when my playing days are over and I go into banking, because there's no question about this either. No matter what line of work you go into, you'll look better feel better and work better if you're physically fit. In space or surgery, nursing or news reporting, the future belongs to the fit, to those vigorous enough to live it and shape it. You parents can help see that the schools do their whole job, preparing your children physically as well as mentally. The President's Council on Physical Fitness will show you how. Write Fitness Washington, D.C. for information. That's Fitness Washington, D.C. Bottom half of the fourth inning. The Mets still looking for a base hit as they come up here. And their leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson, will lead off for the second time. Bud grounded back to the pitcher, Pat Jarvis, his first time up on a 3-2 pitch. And his first pitch here in this inning is grounded out to short. Dennis Mincy has it. His throw to first base is in time by about four steps for the out. 
While we wait for Ron Hunt to come up, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast, WGY Schenectady. The time, one minute past three. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson. It's the bottom half of the fourth and one away. The Braves lead 6-0. And the Mets have Ron Hunt as their batter. Pat Jarvis starts off with a slider. Ron was up to bunt, but he took the pitch outside for a ball. Ron was out to bunt out towards second base, where the second baseman, Woody Woodward, is playing on the edge of the grass. Now the right-hander back again, and a fastball is in for a call strike. One ball and one strike. After five and a half innings, Pittsburgh three, St. Louis two. Ed Spezio, a home run for the Cardinals. Al Jackson dueling with Bob Veal. Now at 1-1, the pitch to Hunt is taken low. At the knees, a call strike. Starting pitchers, Chicago playing against the Giants in San Francisco. Ferguson Jenkins going for Chicago. He has a record of 3-7, and seven, and Bob Sadecki pitching for the Giants. His record 5-7. and seven. His last time out, a three-hitter against the Dodgers. Now the 1-2 pitch, high and inside. It's 2-2. Two and two. Should say Ray Sadecki, thinking of the Braves. Braves one time had Bob Sadecki. Ray Sadecki with a strong effort against the Dodgers. It was really a lifesaver for the Giants. Here's a 2-2 two, two pitch. Round it to the middle of base end. Spoils the perfect game that was being spun by Pat Jarvis. Had to retired his first ten batters with no trouble. Not a ball hit hard. And Ron grounding the ball right through the middle as Jarvis dove for it. He couldn't get it. The Mets have their first base runner. And that brings up Cleon Jones, who struck out his first time up. Braves lead by a 6 nothing score. They have seven hits. And the first pitch to Jones is a breaking ball outside a ball. The 1-0 delivery is taken in for a call strike. One ball and one strike. Matthews in the top of the fourth tied him with Lou Gehrig for the number seven spot in the all-time list of career home runs. Now the next pitch, swung on and missed. One ball and two strikes. New ball back in play. Many times when a pitcher doesn't like a ball and exchanges it for another, the umpire keeps the ball and it goes back in play later on. Pitcher can ask for a new ball anytime. The hitter can ask the umpire to look at it, but it's the umpire's discretion as to whether or not it's thrown out. Now at 1-2, the pitch is fouled back against the screen. 
throw. Cleon keeps the count at one ball and two strikes with the foul ball. Juan Hunt back to first base. Braves are leading 6-0. They broke into the ball game with five runs in the first. That knocked Dennis Ryben out of the box. Braves only got three hits off Ryben, but the first six batters hit the ball hard with the exception of Eddie Matthews, who walked. Nod 1-2, a swing and a foul again. So the count remains at one ball and two strikes. two pitch is fouled again so three uh, foul balls on the count of one ball and two strikes for Cleon Jones Cleon with a year of 280 certainly a outfield all-star rookie and in the running but being out distance right now for the rookie of the year honors. He lines one to left field. Rico Cardi lets it bounce in front of him as he loses the ball and then he makes a good jump on the ball as it bounced high in the air and he kept it from going over his head for a double. Moving down to second base on the base hit by Jones, Ron Hunt. The Mets now have two on on two successive base hits with Al Luplo coming up. Mets are trailing by six. Grano down to first base his first time up. He's batting 260. The Mets with action for the first time. The first pitch is fouled off from back and home plate out of play. strike pitch to Luplo is just outside. It's one ball and one strike. And at 1-1, a check and a swing and again a foul ball in back of home plate out of play. Count going to one ball and two strikes. The end of four and a half innings. Philadelphia four, Cincinnati nothing. Nuxall now pitching for the Reds. Maloney was the starting pitcher. Davidson into the fourth. Nuxall now in the ballgame in the fifth. Chris Short pitching for the Phillies. Phillies trying to stay in the pennant race. They trail by six and a half games behind the Pirates. At the end of five and a half, Pittsburgh three, St. Louis two. Al Jackson against Bob Beal. Ed Spezio, home run in the fifth with no one on. Now time is in, and the fly ball hit the left field. Rico Cardi back on the edge of the warning track to make the catch. His strong throw to third base is cut off by the shortstop, Dennis Menke, and the runners go back to their respective bases. Ron Hunt back to second, and Leon Jones back to first. That brings up Ken Boyer. 
Mets are trailing by a score of six to nothing. Two men away here in the bottom half of the fourth. Boyer grounded out the short his first time up. He's batting 271. And first pitch is lined to left field, a base hit. Here comes the throw from Rico Cardi. The play at the plate will not be in time, and Ron Hunt scores from second with a Mets first run. to break the shutout being pitched by Pat Jarvis. That's his first base hit in this ballgame. He has now hit in five consecutive ballgames and has driven in a run with every one of his five hits that he had in the five consecutive ballgames. Warner now with 59 runs batted in. That leads the club. And the Mets now with runners at first and second of a 6-1 to one ball game, and Johnny Lewis the batter. First pitch to Lewis, a changeup outside, ball one. Leon Jones to second base on the base hit with a short lead there. In Boyer at first. And Pat Jarvis. Back to the plate again, and the pitch is called a strike. Pitch over the inside corner. At the knees, it's one ball and one strike. After retiring the first ten batters of the ball game, the Mets have broken through on Pat Jarvis, picking up three base hits and a run. A changeup is too low, it's ball two. Two balls and one strike. Wyatt has gone out to the pitching mound to talk with Pat Jarvis. Joe Torrey had been out near the mound, started back, and now has gone back to the mound. Pat Jarvis with a record of 3-1. 25 years of age. He was 6-5 and five at Richmond this year. Now Wyatt, former great pitcher for the Dodgers, going back to the bench, and Joe Torrey back to call the pitches. around in the 2-1 pitch. He's fouled off and out of play. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Jarvis back again, and the pitch is high, and that fills the count out to three and two. Three balls and two strikes with two men away here in the bottom half of the fourth. The Mets trailing by five, so the runners will be going on the pitch. The pitch to Johnny Lewis. And here it comes, and the pitch is hit foul on the right field line. Oh, it's really hit hard, but called way foul. 
That remains at three and two. The Pirates out with no runs in the bottom half of the sixth, so they lead with the score at three to two. Playing the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, once again, the runners go, and the 3-2 pitch is swung on and missed strike three, and that pitch was up in Johnny Lewis's eye. The strikeout, the fourth for Pat Jarvis. It retires the side, but in the inning, the Mets pick up one run on three hits. There were no errors, and two men were left on, and the score at the end of four, the Braves six, the Mets one. Well, the Mets leave town for a short time, going to Los Angeles, San Francisco, Houston, and Cincinnati. And then they come back to play the Chicago Cubs on the 27th and the 28th. On the 27th, the night game, Leon Jones will be in the Mets fan club room. He'll be able to meet the fans who would like to get to know him a little bit better. Another scheduled date will be on September 30th when the Mets will be playing against Houston the start of a three-game series. That'll be a night game on the 30th, and Bob Shaw will be in the Mets fan club room. October 1st, on Saturday night, that's also ladies' night, when ladies are admitted to the ballpark for a 50-cent service charge, Al Luplo will be in the Mets fan club room. For tickets, just write to Mets fan club, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, or pick them up with any regular Mets ticket outlet. And if you wish to bring a used... Not a broken one, but a used toy. The Lady Met Club will send it to a needy child in the name of the player that you are visiting. Rico Gardy, the first batter for the Atlanta Braves as we move to the top of the fifth. On the mound for the Mets, Dick Selma. Gardy got Selma for a double his first time up against him. And he takes the first pitch for a ball. Cardi with two hits in the ballgame. His first hit coming against starting pitcher Dennis Ryman, who lasted one-third of an inning and was charged with five runs, although he gave up only three hits. Next pitch is low on his ball, too. Two balls and no strikes. Cardi with his two-for-two, two, upping his average to 328. And the next pitch is outside. The count goes to three balls and no strikes. And the next pitch is called a ball. So it's ball four, and Rico Cardi gets on for the third time. Cardi at first base, and the batter now for the Atlanta Braves. Mac Jones, the center fielder. Mac has reached his two times up, and he swings and misses the first pitch, strike one. He went all the way his first time up with his 18th home run over the right field fence. He walked his second, so he is one for one. And his average is 258. The home run knocks Dennis Ryman out of the box. Now the next pitch outside, it's the ball. One ball, one strike. The 1-1 delivery is swung on and missed. A hard swing. The count goes to 1-2. and two. Braves in front by a 6-1 to one score. Selma, since he came in the game in the first with one out, has given up four hits. Allowed one run. A home run by Eddie Matthews. Next pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. 
So Mac Jones swings at an outside fastball that was off of the plate and goes down on strikes. Second strikeout for Dick Summit brings up Dennis Menke. Say, look for the Rheingold Chugamug display at your local store or tavern. The Chugamug looks and sounds just like what it is, a good thirst-quenching drink of beer. Twelve ounces of Rheingold Extra Dry, and you can drink it right from the mug. First pitch to Dennis Menke is called a strike. Dennis struck out his last time up. He has a double and two times up. His double was off Dick Summer. And he was the first man that Dick pitched to when he came in the ballgame in the first. Now the next pitch calls strike two. The Cubs are out. They did not score in the first. The Giants coming up against Ferguson Jenkins. Ray Sadecki pitching for the Giants. The two-strike pitch. Low and away, and it's ball one. One ball and two strikes. And the next pitch is blown away again. It's now two and two. At the end of the half, Washington 14, Cleveland 7. At the end of the half, the Giants 17, the Steelers 14. At the end of the first quarter, the Eagles 3, the Cardinals nothing. At the end of the first quarter... The Bears, three. The Lions, nothing. At the end of the first quarter, the Rams, three. The Atlanta Falcons, nothing. And then the AFL, at the end of the first quarter, the Kansas City Chiefs, 21. The Buffalo Bills, nothing. Now the next pitch to the plate, a curveball. That's looked at. It's called strike three. Well, Summer striking out Menke for the second time, getting his third strikeout. That brings up Woody Woodward. Now in the third period, the Steelers 31, the Giants 17. First pitch to Woodward, grounded out to short. Bud Harrelson has it, goes over to Ron Hunt, covering at second base for the fourth play on Rico Cardi to retire the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left on. And the score at the end of four and a half innings, the Braves six, the Mets one. And now coming in here for the play-by-play, Bob Murphy, but first... Here's a word from Rheingold. Don't know the reason we can't tell you why for people like Rheingold, the beer extra dry. But we must be doing something. Yes, we must be Jim Hickman will be up for the New York Mets against right rounder Pat Jarvis. 
He hits the first pitch and pops it up. Second baseman Woody Woodward in short right makes the catch easily. One down. One away, nobody on. Now Jerry Grody coming up. Jerry is fouled out to third baseman Ed Matthews, his previous time at bat. Fastball on the outside corner, strike one. Now Jerry asks for time and steps out. A high infield pop fly. Menke, the shortstop, coming in between second and the mound, makes the catch two men down. Nolan Ryan has continued to work in the bullpen, and now Dick Selma is being called back to the dugout. We'd like to see Nolan Ryan in action. What a year he had in the minor leagues, pitching for Bill Burden's Williamsport Mets. Just a youngster. He won 17 and lost two at Greenville, and then went to Williamsport for the closing of the year. He was 0-2 at Williamsport, but had 35 strikeouts and something like 19 innings. He was 17-2 at Greenville with a 2.5 earned run average and 272 strikeouts in 183 innings. The baseball men say that's a lot of strikeouts, even if it's the Upward League. Johnny Stevenson is going to be the pinch batter for Dick Selma. Starter Dennis Ryback. Dick allowed one run, four hits, walked two, struck out three. Now the pitch to Johnny Stevenson, inside and low ball one. Much behind, six to one, last half of the fifth inning. And it's off the outside corner, two and zero on Johnny Stevenson. Now the fastball is over for a strike two and one. Two one delivery to Johnny Stevenson. A fly ball hit high in the air to short right. Woodward goes out. Coming in is Aaron. Look out. And Woodward makes the catch. They almost collided. Woodward going into the outfield. Grabbed it one-handed. Still running pretty close to full speed. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of five, the Atlanta Braves six and the New York Mets one. Now the ground crew will be coming out to manicure the diamond.
19-year-old Nolan Ryan is coming in the ballgame. This will be his major league debut. 17-2 and two at Greenville, Western Carolina League. Number 34. 0-2 at Williamsport in the Eastern League. Nolan Ryan from Alvin, Texas. Tall, slender, right-hander. So Nolan Ryan makes his major league debut against one of the heaviest hitting teams in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. Now catching for New York. Johnny Stevenson stays in the ballgame. Which means that Nolan Ryan will be in the number eight spot in the batting order. 272 strikeouts for Nolan Ryan in 183 innings. And after he moved up a notch to Williamsport, although he was 0-2, he continued his strikeout ratio by getting 35 strikeouts in 19 innings. And his ERA at Williamsport was 0.95. So the young right-hander has the minor league credentials for his first two years. He's still a youngster, just 19 years of age, but at least he's off to a great start in the farm system, and that's what you look for. Pat Jarvis, the Atlanta Braves pitcher, leads off as we go to the sixth inning. Now the wind-up by Ryan, and his fastball is over strike one. He's a tall, slender right-hander, and he comes right over the top of that overhand motion. Now up goes the leg. Down comes the arm. A foul ball back to the screen. Strike two. First two pitches by Nolan Ryan, the rookie right-hander from Alvin, Texas. Fastballs in the strike zone. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. So Nolan Ryan strikes out the first major league batter he ever faces. Now he steps up a notch as Philippe Alou steps in. Sandy Alper said, would you believe two notches? I believe about 50 notches. <laughs> you get this fellow out, you're getting out a real good hitter. Ryan into his windup. The pitch to Philippe. A high fly ball hit the right field. Johnny Morris moving in, moving in. He's under it, and he makes the catch. Two men down. So on one pitch, Nolan Ryan gets Philippe Alou. That brings up Eddie Matthews. Eddie has reached on a walk. Been robbed of a possible home run, a certain extra base hit by Johnny Lewis, and then hit a home run. Eddie now has 493 round trippers. A swing and a miss, strike one. Fastball looks like it's got a pretty good tail on it. Infield in the outfield, around to right. Now Nolan Ryan winds, down comes his pitch. A high foul ball, wafted back upstairs, no play. Everything he has thrown so far has been in the strike zone. Braves in front, 6-1, to one, top of the sixth inning. The Mets unveiling... A 19-year-old rookie right-hander, Nolan Ryan, and the pitch is over. Strike three call. Well, how's that for a way to break into the major leagues? 19-year-old Nolan Ryan struck out Pat Jarvis, 
Got Philippe Alou on one pitch and strikes out Eddie Matthews. Side retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And at the end of five and a half, it's the Atlanta Braves six. The New York Mets one. This is Catherine Cornell. Years ago, a chance meeting on a train with Helen Keller led to my cherished friendship with her. Through Miss Keller, I became active in the American Foundation for the Blind and am proud to serve on its board of trustees. I'd like to tell you about some of its wonderful services. The Foundation, in cooperation with the Library of Congress, records the talking books, available with a phonograph, free on loan to any legally blind person. The Foundation manufactures and adapts more than 300 aids and appliances for blind people, from clocks and watches with raised markings to tools, kitchen utensils, canes, and crossword puzzles. It also issues identification cards so blind persons may travel on most railroads and bus lines with a sighted companion, both for one fare. For more information, write to the American Foundation for the Blind, Box 111, New York, 11, New York. Bud Harrelson leads off for New York against Pat Jarvis in the last of the sixth inning. And the first pitch is a strike on the inside corner. Now the pitch to Bud. The curve is in for a strike. At the end of seven innings, it's the Pirates three and the St. Louis Cardinals two. Hughes has relieved Jackson in the seventh. Bob Beal has gone all the way for the Pirates. The Phillies lead Cincinnati five to nothing after five and a half. Curve inside and low, one ball and two strikes. In the first game of a doubleheader at San Francisco, at the end of one inning, the Cubs nothing and the Giants nothing. Ferguson Jenkins against Ray Sadecki. They have identical records, three and seven. A line drive sinking into short center field of base So Harrelson is on with a single leading off the last of the sixth inning. And right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets baseball network. A telenear dial, WGY Schenectady, the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kinder from Shea Stadium. Ron Hunt stepping in against Pat Jarvis. Bud Harrelson on first, nobody out. Outside and low. It's always encouraging when you see Bud Harrelson pick up a base hit batting left-handed. His natural way to hit is right-handed. The Braves have six runs, seven hits, and no errors. The New York Mets, one run, four hits, and one error. Bluffs at a bunt to take a look, and it's over. One ball, one strike. Foul ball, wafted over into the crowd, back up into the load section, and out of play. One ball and two strikes.
Breeze flowing in from center field toward home plate. Now Bud Harrelson leads off first. Alou plays behind him. And the pitch is a curve that's over at the knees. Ron Hunt beefing a little bit. Now walks toward the dugout. For Pat Jarvis, his fifth strikeout. One out and one on, and Cleon Jones comes up. Cleon, single to left, his last time up. One for two. Joined us late, the Braves scored five of their six runs in the first inning. It was the first time since the 19th of July that Dennis Ryban had been KO'd early. And it's in at the knees for a call strike. Leon, strike two. At the end of the first quarter in the NFL, the Chicago Bears lead the Detroit Lions three to nothing. Now Leon wants the ball looked over by Harry Wendelstead. Cleveland Browns with a 10-point third quarter have come from behind. They now lead the Washington Redskins 17-14 at the end of the third quarter. Outside in the high, one and two on Cleon Jones. Browns have just scored again to now lead the Redskins 24-14. The one-two pitch, foul ball, back up into the crowd and out of play. For the New York Mets, one out and one on, last of the sixth inning. Now Lou drops behind the runner, and the fastball is over. Strike three call. Matt Jarvis has now fanned Hunt and Jones here in the sixth. It brings up Al Luplo. And Jarvis has six strikeouts. Al Luplo has grounded out to first and flied out to left. Nothing for two. Al batting 260. Ken Boyer moving out on deck. A drive hit hard to right field. Back goes Aaron. It's going to be over his head. It's off the wall. Picked up on one hop by Aaron. Rounding third and digging for the play to Harrelson. The throw home, not in time. But Harrelson coming all the way around to score on a single. Braves didn't dream that he'd be trying to score. They played the ball to second base, and Harrelson just kept wheeling, and he made it easily, beating the relay throw by quite a bit. 
That ball was sent so hard by Luplo that Aaron played the ball coming right off the wall, and Luplo was held to a single. But nonetheless, the speedy Bud Harrelson came all the way around. He caught the Braves completely by surprise. If they played the ball in a direct line to home plate, Harrelson would have had to stop at third. We'll give Al Luplo a run batted in. It's now a 6-2 ball game, and Ken Boyer is up. And Ken hits the ball high in the air into Ribbon's short left field. Backing out is Menke, and Menke makes the catch beside his up. One run, two hits, no errors, one left. At the end of six innings, the Atlanta Braves six and the New York Mets two. Just jazz. As scheduled, care of WGY in Schenectady, New York. And by return mail, you'll have the listings of each of the Just Jazz programs throughout the summer. This is Randy English. Be advised, it's cool, it swings, it's for you, and it's Just Jazz here at 810 on your radio dial. Over at WGY in Schenectady. In the seventh inning, Hank Aaron leads off for the Atlanta Braves against Nolan Ryan. Nolan, a 19-year-old right-hander from Alvin, Texas, pitching in his first Major League ball game. Well, next Sunday afternoon here at Shea, the New York Jets will be opening their home AFL season against the Houston Oilers. Both teams off to a successful start. The Oilers have won two. The Jets won their opener. Check swing ground ball hit down to first. Hickman up with it. Ryan comes over to cover in time for the out. So on one pitch, Henry Aaron is out. Nobody on it brings up Joe Torrey. In the eighth inning in Pittsburgh, the St. Louis Cardinals scored two runs. So it is now the St. Louis Cardinals four and the Pittsburgh Pirates three at the end of seven and a half innings. Elroy Face is in relief now of Bob Beal. And the pitch to Joe Torrey is a strike on the outside corner. The Cubs and Giants are scoreless at the end of two innings in the first game of a doubleheader. The Astros and Dodgers not yet underway with their doubleheader. A fly ball, well hit to right field, way back, back to the wall, Johnny Lewis, and it's over the wall, a home run. For Joe Torrey, his 35th home run of the year. And he is closing in on Henry Aaron and Richie Allen. That's the second home run to the opposite field that he's hit in this series. Torrey's second RBI of this field. So Joe Torrey, the Brooklyn-born all-star catcher of the Atlanta Braves, now has 35 home runs and 95 runs batted in. The first base hit given up by Nolan Ryan. And Cardi fouls the ball back upstairs and out of play. Braves now lead the game 7-2. The paid attendance today is 19,764. 
Inside, one ball, one strike. The total crowd, 20,688. Now Ryan into his windup. The curve, he tried to hold up on the swing and did, and it broke outside, two and one. Here are the warm-ups now for the first game at Dodger Stadium. Larry Durker, young, hard-throwing right-hander for the Astros. He's 7-6 and six on the year. And for the Dodgers, Sandy Koufax. Sandy has 122 and lost 8. That means the Mets will not have to get a hit against Koufax in the two-game series out there starting tomorrow night. Real good hummer on the outside corner, two and two. One out, nobody on. Rico Cardi the batter. Cardi has a single and a double, also has walked. Outside on a breaking ball is three and two. Now, Nolan Ryan, following the, the home run by Joe Torrey, has gone three and two on Rico Cardi. Three-two delivery, and the fastball is outside, ball four. First walk given up by Nolan Ryan. Nolan retired the first of four batters to face him, and then Joe Torrey hit a fly ball over the wall and right for an opposite field home run. Torrey is really strong. That wind is no help at all today. He hit the ball high, and he hit it long. Now the hitter is Mac Jones. He hit a two-run homer in the first inning. Since then, has walked and struck out. Fly ball, well hit the left field. Back to Cleon Jones. He's back to the wall and he makes the catch. Dropping back to first base is Rico Cardi. And that ball hit to the opposite field carry to the fence where Cleon caught it. Dennis Menke has a double in three times up. Menke hitting 256. Braves, the way they are surging, might very well finish as high as fourth. They've won 19 and lost 10 under Billy Hitchcock. Now a swing and a miss, strike one. And they're only three and a half games out of fourth place. Nolan Ryan checks the runner, and the pitch to Menke has a curve in the dirt. One ball, one strike. The one-one delivery. And a curve a little bit low. Two balls and a strike on Dennis Menke. Well, the New York Giants have staged quite a comeback in their game with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants have just scored again. 
Bill Harris recovered a Pittsburgh Steeler fumble and raised 72 yards for a touchdown. Gogolak converted. It is now the Giants 34 and the Steelers 31. They have had some long scoring plays. Outside and high, 3 and 1. Homer Jones scoring on plays of 75 and 98 yards on passes for Morrill. Now a 72-yard gallop by Phil Harris on a recovered fumble. Nolan Ryan with a count of three balls and a strike on Dennis Menke. Two outs and one on, top of the seventh inning. A long drive foul down the left field line and back up into the seats. It's three and two on Dennis Menke. Rico Cardi, the runner on first, will be on his way. The Braves in front by five. They lead seven to two. There goes Cardi, and the pitch a swing and a miss. He got him with a curveball. Nolan Ryan fanning Dennis Menke. Well, Ryan his third strikeout and two innings. One run, one hit, a home run by Joe Torrey. No errors, one left. Seventh inning stretch time at the end of six and a half innings. It's the Atlanta Braves 7 and the New York Mets 2. Did you ever stop to think of how many lonesome travelers there are here at Yonder and how thirsty they get? Well, I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. Traveling on. I traveled here and then I From California to New York, the American folk singer travels here and yonder, carrying with him the music of the whole world and its peoples. And sometimes when the traveling gets thirsty, he puts down his guitar and accompanies himself with a cold beer, maybe Rheingold. And in New York City, where more songs and travelers stop than anywhere else in the world, more people buy Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe it's the Oregon hops we use. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. Last of the seventh inning, Ty Klein has replaced Henry Yard in right field. Johnny Lewis leads off against right-hander Pat Jarvis. He takes high and outside, ball one. Now Johnny takes it as high, two balls and no strikes. Braves lead seven to two. Atlanta Braves, the top producer of home runs among the Major League ball clubs this year. They've hit three in this ball game. Joe Torrey, Mac Jones, and Eddie Matthews all have connected. Now the pitch is in for a strike. It's two and one. Johnny Lewis has fouled out to third and been struck out. Nothing for two. Last ball over. It's two balls and two strikes. 
Dodgers are flying two this afternoon, so Walter Alston will not know exactly who he wants to start against the Mets tomorrow night. It's over. Now the breaking ball is held up on inside three and two. So Wes Westrom will pitch Tug McGraw tomorrow night and Bob Friend on Tuesday night. The Mets then have a day off for travel and go to San Francisco to play three. Foul ball, a hard hit line drive down the right field line. But in all probability, it will be probably Shaw, Fisher, and Ryback in the Giants series. Three-two delivery. Well hit drive to right field. Back goes time to the wall. It's over his head for a base hit. He plays it on the first hop, and he holds Lewis to a single. Well, in the last inning, Luplo hit a line drive off the right field wall. Aaron played the carom perfectly and held Luplo to a single. And now Klein has done the same thing to Johnny Lewis. Three hundred and fifty-eight foot single. Jim Heckman batting for the third time. Jim has been struck out and popped up the second. Nothing for two. It's over, strike one. Pittsburgh did not score in the last of the eighth inning. They go to the ninth inning at Forbes Field with the St. Louis Cardinals leading the Pittsburgh Pirates four to three. The Giants scored a run in the third. A high foul fly out of play. At the end of three, the Giants won and the Cubs nothing. Two strike delivery. Popped up a fly ball down the right field line. Coming in is Klein, the right fielder. Out goes Woodward, and Woodward, the second baseman, takes it in right field over by the line. Now Nolan Ryan is scheduled up, but Larry Elliott is coming out of the dugout, and Elliott will hit for Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, 19-year-old right-hander from Alvin, Texas, very impressive in his major league debut. He gave up one hit, and that was a home run by Joe Torrey. Torrey has been hitting home runs frequently against the best pitchers in the league. He had good control. And he struck out three in two innings. Now Larry Elliott batting for Nolan Ryan. Pitch by Jarvis, a foul ball back into the screen, strike one. Johnny Stevenson is the on-deck batter. One strike delivery is swinging a miss. Now has a two strike count on Larry Elliott. Larry hitting 250. Jarvis has been getting the ball where he wants it all afternoon. 
A fly ball hit deep to left field by Elliott. Right down the line, and it's the base hit right in the left field corner. Rounding third and heading home is Johnny Lewis. Elliott's on his second with a run-scoring double. corner. Rico Cardi was flying him over toward left center and couldn't get close to it. So now it is a 7-3 ball game, Atlanta in front. A run batted in for Larry Elliott. Elliott has driven in 30 runs in 55 ball games. A very good ratio. Billy Hitchcock is going to the mound and we're going to get a pitching team. Ray Carroll has been warming up. Carroll comes in. It will be his 65th ball game. Ray Carroll is being brought on. He's won seven and lost seven. And this is his 65th appearance. Clay Carroll against New York in relief this year has won four and lost none. So Pat Jarvis is leaving the game here in the seventh inning. He leaves the game with one out, so Jarvis works six and one-third. At the moment, has given up three runs, allowed seven hits. He walked none and struck out six. for Pat Jarvis as he leaves the mound. The Cardinals were scoreless in the ninth inning. So now Pittsburgh is batting in the last of the ninth inning, trailing the St. Louis Cardinals 4-3. Right here as Clay Carroll gets ready on the mound, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the voice of the Mets in the great Northeast, WGY Schenectady. The time is two minutes until four. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Johnny Stevenson will be the first hitter up against right-hander Clay Carroll. Carroll has won seven and also has saved seven. The Braves have seven runs, eight hits, no errors. And the New York Mets three runs, seven hits, and one error. Bill Hepler and Dick Rustick warming up in the New York Mets bullpen. And the pitch to Stevenson brushes him away from the plate. One ball and no strikes. Pittsburgh batting in the last of the ninth inning, trailing St. Louis four to three. 
last ten days of the season, the Pirates and Giants meet seven times. A slow ground ball down the first baseline taken by Philippe Lou. He steps on first, retiring Johnny Stevenson. As Larry Elliott crosses over to third, two men away. Bud Harrelson singled to center his last time up and later scored. Bud has one for three. Larry Elliott on third, two men down. And Harrelson hits a line shot that's caught by Menke at shortstop. Blistering liner, but right at Dennis Menke. So the side is out in the seventh. The Mets getting one run. There were two hits. No errors, one left on. At the end of seven, the Atlanta Braves seven and the New York Mets three. In the National League pennant race, the Pirates are batting in the last of the ninth inning, trailing the St. Louis Cardinals four to three. The Philadelphia Phils lead Cincinnati five to one at the end of six and a half. Balshin is now pitching for the Reds. He is their fourth hitter. Chris Short going all the way so far for Philadelphia. The warm-ups for the first game at Dodger Stadium. Larry Durker for the Astros. Sandy Koufax for the Dodgers. The Cubs were scoreless in the fourth inning at the end of three and a half. The Giants won and the Cubs nothing. Jenkins against Sadecki. And that's the first game of a doubleheader. In the American League, the Yankees are tied two to two after five and a half. Jim Bouton pitching against Lee Stang. A home run by rookie John Miller for the Yankees. Baltimore and Minnesota tied 2-2 two two at the end of five. Dave McNally against Mudcat Grant. The White Sox lead Washington 4-0 at the end of five. Humphreys and Higgins are in the game in relief. The Angels lead the Cleveland Indians 8-2, and that game is down in the last of the ninth inning. Kansas City 2, Detroit nothing at the end of 1. Earl Wilson, an 18-game winner against Lou Krause, a 12-game winner. Bill Hepler has come on to pitch now for the New York Mets. Billy has won 3 and lost 3, and this will be his 35th outing. He relieved in the opening game of this series, working 1 and 2 thirds innings. Giant Steeler game is now 34-34 in the fourth quarter. Steelers picking up a field goal to tie the game. The end of the third quarter, the Cleveland Browns lead the Redskins 17-14. At the end of the third quarter, the Philadelphia Eagles lead the St. Louis Cardinals 10-6. At the half, the Detroit Lions lead the Chicago Bears 14-3. At the half, the Los Angeles Rams 16, the Atlanta Falcons 7. And at the half, the Kansas City Chiefs 21, the Buffalo Bills 10, and the American Football League. Bill Hepler is on the mound for New York. It's the eighth inning, the Braves leading 7-3, and the batter is Woody Woodward. Fastball too high, ball one. Clay Carroll will be hitting next, and then Philippe Ballou. Ground ball hit foul. In behind, Jojo White, the third base coach.
Square winds. A smash on the ground, a shortstop. Up with the ball is Bud Harrelson. And his strong overhand peg to Hickman is in time, one down. Now Clay Carroll will be hitting for the first time. Clay has been up 27 times this year and had two base hits. Outside in low ball one. Well, this looks like a good time to light up a cool for the most refreshing taste in smoking today. Cool Filter King. A drive over second into center field, a base hit, and Carroll has his third of the year. For the Braves, their ninth hit of the game. Coming up to hit is Philippe Alou. Philippe has gone hitless and four times up. The Braves have three in their lineup, well over 300. Philippe Alou batting 328, Joe Torre hitting 312, and Rico Cardi hitting 328. Now the breaking ball is down low, one ball and no strike. Bill Epler is the fourth pitcher used by West today. Dennis Ryband started, but Dennis was knocked out in the first inning when the Braves runs on four hits. Dick Selma worked four and a third, gave up just one run. Nolan Ryan pitched two innings, making his major league debut, allowed one run, one hit. Now Bill Hepler is on in the eighth inning. One out and one on, top of the eighth. One ball and no strikes to Philippe Alou. Now Hepler off the stretch. And his breaking ball is low. Ball two, it's two and oh. Balls and no strikes. Eddie Matthews waiting on deck. Change up is hammered foul down the third baseline. It's two and one. Dodgers in the doubleheader today are pitching Sandy Koufax in the opener and Don Sutton in the second game. ball hammered to shortstop. Harrelson flips the hunt for one. Now to Hickman. That's two in regards to five. One hit, no errors, and none left on. Billy Hepler really has a knack for throwing that breaking ball at the right spot to get two. At the end of seven and a half, the Atlanta Braves seven and the New York Mets three. Hey, Mets fans, how would you like to get a great big 8x10 photo of the Mets? 
That's right, a team picture of the whole bunch of them. You can hang it over your radio or next to your moose head or in one of your bedroom closets. What's the cost? Nothing. The mind boggles at the very thought of it. For a free 8x10 black and white team photo of the glorious Mets, write Mets Photo WGY Schenectady. That's Mets Photo WGY Schenectady. Why do most people go to Mike's for submarines? Because Mike's submarines have quality, class. Over 51 million submarines that have been sold attest to that. So how about you joining the ranks? Mike's submarines are the big submarines. Thickly layered cheese, cold cuts, onion, lettuce, and special dressing nestled in a delicious Italian roll. That's why most people go to Mike's. But we know a woman, woman who's really different. She goes to Mike's because it's the only place she's been that's cleaner than her own kitchen. Get those submarines where you know you can count on quality and cleanliness. Stop at the Mike Submarines nearest you. Be sure to get one at Sunoco. It's all over in Pittsburgh. The Cardinals defeated the Pirates 4-3. to three. The gates have been opened, and the Dodgers now have a chance to charge into first place. Blake Carroll delivers to Ron Hunt outside and high, ball one. Pittsburgh led 3-2 to two going to the eighth inning, but the Cardinals got two in the eighth inning, and they win it 4-3. to three. Dick Hughes, the winner in relief of Al Jackson. Bob Veal, the Pirates starter, the loser. Under the knees, two balls and no strikes. At the end of three and a half, the Giants won, and the Cubs nothing. Boy, this race could really be something by tomorrow morning. What would it be percentage-wise, Art, if the Dodgers and Giants both sweep a doubleheader? Outside and low, it's 3-0. and oh. They started out today with Pittsburgh leading by a half game and one percentage point over the Dodgers and a game and a half over the Giants. Now, if the two West Coast teams should win a doubleheader... Dodgers would be in front, 585 percentage-wise. The Giants, the Pirates would be second. No. It would be 585 for the Dodgers, 576 for the Pirates, and 576. If the two West Coast teams swept their doubleheaders, the Dodgers would be in first place, the Giants and Pirates would be tied for second, both would be one game behind the Dodgers. Ron Hunt goes to first on a walk, and the pitch to Cleon Jones is taken, ball one. What happens if they split? I guess if the Dodgers split, they would be in front by a percentage point. That's it. If the Dodgers split their doubleheader with Houston, they would be in front by one percentage point. Now Clay Carroll checks the runner at first, and the pitch to Jones is over. Strike one. One ball, one strike. 
Last of the eighth inning, the Braves lead 7-3. to three. And it's off the outside corner, 2-1. and one. Final score, the California Angels down the Cleveland Indians, 8-2. to two. Fred Newman, the winner. Gary Bell, the loser. Norm Seaburn hit the game's only home run in the fourth of Matt Off. Pitching two and one. Ground ball, bounce to second base. Woodward flips the ball to Menke. Matt a first in time for the double play. 4-6-3 double play for the Atlanta Braves. Two outs, the base is empty, and Al Luplo comes up. Al Luplo hit a single off the right field wall, driving home Bud Harrelson all the way from first base his last time up. Inside and high, ball one. Henry Aaron played the ball off the wall and fired to second. Keeping Luplo out of scoring position, Bud Harrelson just turned it on and came around to score Fly ball hit the left field. Rico Cardi coming in, draws a beat on it, makes the catch to the side is out. In the eighth, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Now at the end of eight innings, the score, the Atlanta Braves seven and the New York Mets three. The Mets will be at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles opening a 13-game road trip. Their last trip of the year when they return. To close out the season, they have five games here at Shea. A night game and a day game with the Cubs on the 27th and 28th. Then a Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon series with the Houston Astros to close out the season. The last day of the season, Sunday, October 2nd, which is three weeks from today, will be Fan Appreciation Day here at Shea Stadium, and all youngsters under 16 will receive a replica of the Mets batting helmet. Those over 16 will also receive a handsome gift. So make your plans for those final five games while the Mets are away. We'll be broadcasting each of the away games, night and day, play-by-play, home and away. Final score... The New York Giants, 34, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, 34. The Cleveland Browns now lead the Redskins, 38 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Philadelphia Eagles, 10. The St. Louis Cardinals, 3 in the fourth. The Los Angeles Rams, 16, and the Atlanta Falcons, 7 at the half. Detroit Lions, 14. Chicago Bears, 3 at the half. A swing and a miss by Eddie Matthews, leading off the night. Kansas City Chiefs, 35, and the Buffalo Bills, 13, in the fourth quarter. Now it's off the outside corner. One ball, one strike. The Giants got another run in the fourth inning off Ferguson Jenkins. At the end of four, the Giants, two, and the Cubs, nothing. Philadelphia on the way. Phillies broke the game wide open with seven ru- four runs in the seventh inning. A slow ground ball going foul down the first baseline. 
At the end of seven, the Phillies now lead Cincinnati 9-1. to one. Nothing yet on the Houston Astros, Los Angeles Dodgers. Now there is. Sandy Koufax got the Astros out in the first. One-two delivery. Outside and low. Anyway, you look at it, by tomorrow morning, those top three teams in the National League could be so close you could cover them with a thimble. Can you believe a coffee cup? Two-two delivery. And it's under the knees, Eddie Matthews, three and two. We'll be on the air tomorrow night from Dodger Stadium at 10.55 p.m. Foul ball off to the right, no play. Rays have hit three home runs, including one by Eddie Matthews in today's game. Ready with his 16th of the year. Into right field, a base hit. Johnny Lewis hustling toward the line, grabs it, plays it back in. Matthews has his second hit of the game. Now Ty Klein will be up for the first time since replacing Henry Aaron. Henry had two hits and four times up and drove in a run, picking up his 109th RBI. He was around a bunt but didn't offer. One ball, no strike. The Dodgers and the Astros scoreless at the end of one inning. The Giants lead the Cubs two to nothing at the end of four and a half. And Ray Sadecki is pitching for the Giants. Sadecki's last time out at Dodger Stadium, he shut out the Dodgers. He pitched a three-hitter. He seems to be finding himself at just the right moment. Now it's punted down the first baseline. Hickman to Hunt, who covers. In time for the out at first base. Matthews moving over to second. There on the ninth inning at Philadelphia, the Phillies leading Cincinnati 9-1. to Drove in a run with a sacrifice fly in the first inning, then flied to left, lined out to second, then homered to right field off Nolan Ryan in the seventh. The only hit that Ryan gave up in his two innings as a debut in the major leagues. It's over at the letters, strike one call. But this is the first time Philippe Alou has gone 0 for 5 in a long time. He has really been hitting. Now it's taken high. One ball, one strike.
one delivery. Inside and low, two balls and a strike. You can't have many hitless games in the course of a season and have as many hits as a Lou has. He leads the major leagues in total hits with 203. The 2-1 pitch. And it's inside to Joe Torrey, 3-1. and one. Rico Cardi is the on-deck batter. He's been up four times and on four times. Now Hepler's 3-1 pitch. It's a strike of the letters, three and two. Now the payoff delivery. A high fly ball to right field. This one is playable. Johnny Lewis coming in. Now settles under it and makes the catch. Two men away. It brings up Rico Cardi. Rico Cardi. The Braves scored five of their seven runs in the first inning. Henry Aaron doubled home the first run. Joe Torrey's sacrifice fly drove in the second run. Mac Jones. Belted a two-run homer after Rico Cardi had knocked in a run. And Cardi is going to draw the intentional walk with first base open, which means that he'll be on base five times in a row. He singled in a run in the first. He doubled. This will be his third straight walk. The only run scored by the Braves since they got their five in the first have been scored on home runs by Matthews in the fourth inning and by Torrey in the seventh inning. Now the hitter is Mac Jones, and he hit a two-run homer in the first inning, driving in the fourth and fifth runs of the inning. One hit and three times up. Left-hander against left-hander, and the pitch is outside in low ball one. Mac Jones and Joe Torrey each have knocked in two runs. Hank Aaron, Rico Cardi, and Ed Matthews have one each. And it's a strike on the inside corner. He had him fooled. He was turning away. It broke over the inside corner, one and one. the pitch by Hepler, and it's in the dirt, a wild pitch, and it bounces up into the crowd. One base off the mound, moving to third goes Eddie Matthews, and Rico Cardi goes to second. For the Braves, runners on second and third, two men down. Two balls and a strike to Mike Jones. Now 
Now the full wind-up by Bill Hepler. And another wild pitch. Racing down the line is Matthews. He will score. And Mac Jones goes, Rico Cardi goes over to third. Two wild pitches in a row by Billy Hepler. This one brings Matthews in to score. And Rico Cardi goes to third. And the count goes to three and one on Mac Jones. The Braves now are in front eight to three. Final score in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns who trailed the Washington Redskins 14 to seven at the half. Outscored the Redskins 31 to nothing in the second half. And the final score, the Cleveland Browns 38, the Washington Redskins 14. The Giants and Steelers played to a 34-34 deadlock. It's up high, ball four. Mac Jones goes to first. pitches by Bill so far here in the ninth inning. One of the walks was intentional. And the hitter is Dennis Menke. Menke has a double in four times up. He doubled his first time up and the last three times the bat has been struck out. Fastball over, strike one. Braves won the opener of this series 8-3. to three. Won yesterday 3-2, to two, and now they lead 8-3 to three in the third and final game. Taken high, one ball, one strike. In the sixth inning... At San Francisco, Billy Williams has hit a two-run homer off Ray Sadecki. And that ties the game two to two. Minky hits a high fly ball to left center. Al Luplo is under it waiting, and he makes the catch retiring the side. Braves pick up a run in the ninth inning. One run, one hit. No errors. There were two wild pitches. And two men left. At the end of eight and a half innings, the Atlanta Braves eight and the New York Mets three. This is WGY News. This is the sound that means news, up to the minute, concise, and complete. From the facilities of NBC, Associated Press, United Press International, the United States Weather Bureau, a staff of stringers throughout a 26-county area, and a newsroom staff of experienced news people, WGY keeps you informed of the latest happenings. More than 20 times a day in regularly scheduled newscasts, from 6 in the morning to midnight, WGY brings you the latest news from around the world, in the area, and across the street. And when something newsworthy happens, you get it in bulletin form when it happens. All this, plus specialized programs on farm news, sports, weather, and business, make WGY's news department your best information center for what's going on in the world today. From the ninth inning, New York Five behind, and Ken Boyer leads off against Clay Carroll. Starter Pat Jarvis pitched until one out in the seventh. Gave up three runs, allowed seven hits, did not walk a man, and struck out six. Clay Carroll has now worked an inning and two-thirds in relief. And this is his 65th appearance. Pitch to Ken Boyer, fastball over, first strike. 
Braves are driving toward their sixth consecutive. A up, a swing and a miss, strike two. Braves cannot gain any ground on fourth place Philadelphia today. The Phillies, with a big lead over Cincinnati going to the ninth inning, they're in front nine to one. Way outside, one ball and two strikes. The Braves, if they win this one, will be 20 and 10 under Billy Hitchcock. One-two delivery, and it's low. Ray Sadecki is out of that giant Cub game now, and Frank Lindsay has come on in relief. Billy Williams tying the game up with a two-run over in the sixth inning for Billy Williams, his 28th home run. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and the fastball is over. Strike three call. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets baseball network. Ten on your dial, WGY Schenectady. <laughs> Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kanter. Stadium. Johnny Lewis is the hitter, and the pitch is outside ball one. The Astros and the Dodgers. No score at the end of an inning and a half. Larry Durker against Sandy Koufax. Ground ball back to the mound, snagged by Clay Carroll, and he throws to him. Down to their final out in the last of the night. Braves closing in on a sweep of the series. And they will take the season series 14 games to four. They have been the most difficult team of the New York Mets. And a fastball is over, strike one. The Cardinals beat the Pirates today four to three. Now it's up high, one ball, one strike. So the gates have been opened for the Dodgers to surge into first place if they can handle the Houston Astros. Here's the 1-1 pitch. And it's inside and a high, ball two, two and one. So it might very well be that when we come on the air tomorrow night from Dodger Stadium, the Mets will be meeting the league-leading Dodgers. Time will tell. Here's the 2-1 pitch. A high pop foul coming back into the crowd. Dodgers opened this homestand and the Mets swept the two-game series. Pitching 2-2. Two two. A change-up, a line drive. The left field for a base well, Jim Hickman is on with a two-out single in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now Chuck Hiller will bat for Billy Hepler. In the pitching department today for New York, Dennis Rybant was knocked out in the first when the Braves scored five of their eight runs. Henry Aaron singled in Double, doubled in the first run, his 109th run batted in. Joe Torrey's sacrifice fly brought in the second run. Cardi singled in the third run, and Mac Jones had a two-run homer for the fourth and fifth. 
Ground ball down to third. Matthews up with it. Fires across the diamond, and the ball game is over. The Braves have won six in a row, and they sweep the three-game series from the New York Mets. They have taken the season series by a lopsided margin of 14 to 4. In the ninth inning for New York, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on. Clay Carroll, in his 65th game, pitches two and two-thirds innings in relief of starter Pat Jarvis. And Carroll was superb again. He allowed no runs, just one hit. He walked one and struck out one. The line score, the Atlanta Braves, eight runs, ten hits, and no errors, eight left on. The New York Mets, three runs, eight hits, one error, and the New York Mets had five left on. The winner, Pat Jarvis, is now four and one. The loser, Dennis Rybant, now 11 and seven. The paid crowd, 19,764. Tomorrow night, Tug McGraw opens the series against the Los Angeles Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. We'll be on the air at 10.55 p.m. New York time. National League Baseball of the New York Mets is brought to you by Rheingold, New York's largest selling beer. And that's Mets Baseball for today, brought to you by Rheingold, New York City's largest selling beer. And what a remarkable thing that is. In New York, a city of so many different people with different tastes, one beer has become the favorite, Rheingold Extra Dry. They don't know why so many people like their beer, but they must be doing something right. Today's game was also brought to you by WGY, your sports station for the great Northeast. WGY will bring you the full schedule of the Mets regular season games live from Major League Parks throughout the country. Be with us Monday at 10.55 and we'll present another exciting New York Mets baseball game over 8.10 on your radio dial WGY.